uncomfortable leaving the responsibility for the care of his children with his in-laws. Comfortable in his role of weekend Disney dad. With Judd and Jason due to start first grade in the fall, the time for transition was now. In the months since, Seth wondered if he was ever meant to be a father. He appreciated his in-laws' help. They'd done more for him and the twins than he'd ever be able to repay. But Jerry had recently retired and the two had already sacrificed four years of their lives. Their help had gotten Seth through the worst of the child-rearing years, or so he believed. He'd taken a crash course in this parenting business and discovered it wasn't nearly as easy as it sounded. It shocked Seth how short his patience could be. Within five minutes of promising himself to set a good example, he'd referred to his own son as a turd. Unfortunately, the term fit Judd to a T. The lad was full of vinegar, into everything. Nothing was sacred. Jason was the follower. On his own he was quiet and shy, but with his brother forging ahead, he was quick to follow. It had been much easier to consider himself a decent father when he was separated by a thousand miles. He called often, mailed the kids' letters, and spent as much time with them as his schedule would allow. The lessons had come swiftly and sharply that summer when Judd and Jason had moved back in with him. The quick succession of live-in housekeepers was testimony to exactly how much of a failure he'd been. "'Are you going to wash my mouth out with soap?' Judd asked, making a face, as though he could already taste the unpleasantness. Seth sat down on the edge of the bottom bunk bed and weighed the decision. "'He can't!' Jason assured his twin, flopping down on the mattress beside him. Dad said the T-word. Is the F-word worse than the T-word? Jason looked to Seth for the answer. The hell if I know. Judd's eyes widened with warning, and he whispered, Watch it, Dad. Mrs. Hampston doesn't approve of the H-word, either. It doesn't matter, because she's going to quit anyway. This bit of wisdom came from Jason. The kid was probably right, too. Sitting back against the wall, Seth draped an arm around each of his children's shoulders and released a jagged sigh. What are we going to do now? Judd asked. We need a housekeeper, Jason added. His son turned dark, round eyes to Seth, looking for him to supply the answers. Hey, she hasn't quit yet. Seth tried to sound optimistic, but doubted that he convinced anyone. They'd seen it all too often before not to recognize the symptoms. The housekeeper wanted out. We tried to be good. I know. Seth was sympathetic. He'd done his best, too, and had repeatedly fallen short. Earlier that week, Seth had stopped off at the grade school for a parent-teacher conference and learned that his children's behavior wasn't that much different in school from what it was at home. The term their teacher had used to describe Judd was high-spirited, which was later translated as disorderly, disruptive, ill-behaved, and stubborn. His brother was a willing accomplice. The woman assured him there was nothing malicious about their behavior, but the twins tended to be affectionate troublemakers. It wasn't as if Seth hadn't noticed. On a conscious level, he realized the kids' behavior had a great deal to do with a recent upheaval in their young lives. They'd been indulged by Sharon and Jerry, 
and had been thrust back into life with a father who'd buried his grief in his job. Following Pamela's accident, Seth had steadily climbed the ladder of success within the Boeing Airplane Company. He was the youngest senior engineer in the company's history. To further complicate matters, he'd recently been assigned to the Firecracker Project. It wasn't uncommon for him to put in fifty to sixty hours a week on the top-secret project Boeing was developing for the Department of Defense. With the arrival of the twins, Seth felt fortunate to get in a regular eight-hour day. His work had suffered, along with his health, his disposition, and just about everything else. I better go see if I can smooth the waters with Mrs. Hampston, he said, inhaling deeply. This wouldn't be fun. The middle-aged woman possessed all the tact of a Sherman tank. She lived and breathed discipline. Not that Seth was opposed.